Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Life admin. Yep, it even sounds boring. No wonder it goes in the long finger. But when you do get round to it, a good place to start is by reviewing your mortgage. You really never know if there's a better option unless you look into it. That's where the Ulster Bank Mortgage Team could help. Wherever you bank, get in touch and find out about switching your mortgage to us. Just search Ulster Bank Switch. Ulster Bank. Help for what matters. Over 18s only. Ulster Bank Ireland DAC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Second Take Variety Hour. The Second Take Variety Hour is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Hello and welcome to the Second Take Variety Hour, the show that much like that time you failed to watch the first third of The Hobbit probably won't last for the entire hour. And I'm Sebastian. I'm Andy Shosler. And I also fall asleep during Lord of the Rings. Jim Carrey is a marvellous actor. And I'm Alex. Jim Carrey is actually just an elaborate ruse and is just Nick Cage in disguise. Jim Carrey, rumour has it, is just a pile of brooms. <laughs> and that was a You pause too much. Too many pauses. <laughs> it's just like you're not listening to him. Because <laughs> he makes eye contact after the pause. There's so many signals. <laughs> I'm not redoing it. It's done. No, <laughs> I'm Zane. Who's Zane? See uh, you. Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking oh. of Webbers, I have a Weber barbecue and I cooked steak on it the other night and it was delicious. Is An electric one or a gas one? Or gas. a coal one. Ah, do they gas. make them in coal now? Hmm. Gas? Gas. Because I remember their big thing was being the electric barbecue that does awesome stuff. Yeah, oh, like okay. it, it sends tweets and... Um, I don't yeah, know, but has Bluetooth. barbecue. Yeah, yeah. It, has, it has Bluetooth. That's pretty good. Yeah. Plays music into your steak while it's cooking it. <laughs> you play Mozart and the steak becomes really smart. Um, hmm. Guys... I've got a, a vague plot synopsis for you, and you have to guess this new game. Guess the actor involved, the lead, All right. and uh, the name of the movie for bonus right. points. I'm I'm prepared this time. This is easier than last week. I promise. Let's do it. A high school biology teacher looks to become a successful mixed martial arts fighter in an effort to raise money to prevent an extra to prevent extracurricular activities from being axed from his cash-strapped school. Sister Act Two: Back on the Habit, starring Whoopi Goldberg. Incorrect. I'm gonna say it's Jackie Chan as the as as the high school high school teacher, and this is something like Breaking Bad, Breaking Correct, Breaking Boards. You just made that up. I did. It is incorrect. <laughs> is it uh, Will Ferrell and um, oh, what's that movie called? Step Brothers. No, the other one. Talladega Nights. No, the other one. Uh, Sherlock Holmes. One well, hasn't come out yet. No. Are you thinking of the Queen? No, 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 no. 
Old school. Like, New school. Like, Stranger than fiction. Mm. Anchorman. The, no. Lego <laughs> uh, no Wait movie. Glory. Working movie title. It, it's not finalized yet. It was not Will Ferrell, guys. This was a Kevin James film called Here Comes the Boom. Uh, oh my god! You probably saw like some media stuff about it because he dropped like thirty kilos or something for this. He actually got like for Kevin James, like pretty fit for it. Is this recent? Oh, uh, last five six years, maybe not recent. Recent, but yeah, yeah. It's just uh, it's just a, a budget remake of Sister Act Two back into the habit. Of course, of. but with UFC fighting rather than uh, well, I'd have never seen any Choir of the Sister Act singing. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I was like, I would assume, <laughs> and I believe Jackie Chan was up for the role, but he's sort of but retired it was passed now. on for a white actor because Hollywood is, if anything, not you know, racist and political. So, well, he just wouldn't go down on Harvey Weinstein. That's true. Gross. Um, so who's reviewing what this week? Me. I am. Oh, good. I'm releasing the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. That's not what. What? You're releasing it? Yep. I'm releasing it. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> you can find it on Netflix. The Coen Brothers, we're currently in litigation uh, to determine exactly who gets what from the proceeds. Uh, but I'm very confident in my abilities to prove my ownership of the film and that I, in fact, played every role in the film. It was well not, done. in fact, Tim Blake, Nelson, Liam Neeson, James Franco, Brendan Gleeson, Zoe Kazan, Tyne Daly, Harry Melting, or Tom Waits. It's all me. It's all me. Ooh. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, no, you do this. <laughs> Tom waits for no man. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> the second you said it, I was like, fuck, Alex is going to do the thing. And he did it. He'd rather have a bottle in front of him than a frontal bottom in. <laughs> champagne for his real friends. Wait. Real pain for his champagne. Friends. There, we go. there we go. Is there yeah, another one? Is there another Tom Waitsism? Um, Probably. You guys talk and I'm going to look up things that are irrelevant. <laughs> okay. Okay, so uh, the Ballad of Us is strict. Buster Scruggs is Is that an, Tom Waits? What? Is that Tom Waits? No. No, no. no it is not. Um, so it's an anthology film. So it's six different stories uh, all dealing with a different aspect of like the Old West. Okay. Um, so Drugs? Buster Scruggs is a singing cowboy. Ooh. Um, and he opens it up basically singing, telling a story, and it's he's one of these guys that just can do no wrong. He goes into a duel, bang, they're dead. Um, he goes, walks unarmed into a into a saloon and someone threatens him and he kicks the table. They shoot themselves in the face. He he goes out, et cetera, et cetera. It's actually really good. Okay. Um, it's very Cohen Brothers, very uh, like dry comedy slash drama, slow pace, um, underhanded comedy a lot as I well. I like it already. Very, oh, very burn after reading um, okay. mixed with like true grit sort of thing, that mm. sort of mix. It's very, very interesting. Um, so it's only been out for a a little while. So it was released November 16 on Netflix. Okay. okay. Um, it was, it premiered at Venice Film Festival on August 31, uh, where it won the Golden Estella Award for Best Screenplay and the National Board of Review have named it as one of the top ten best films of 2018. Wow. Wow. I have a quiz for you people. Okay. Please. What films do you think are on the 2018 National Board of Review's top ten films? Um, Only because it had so many, like, critical reviews on the poster. I'm bad at this. I was going to say Widows. I don't think it should be there because it was good, but it wasn't that good. But- Incorrect. Bohemian Rhapsody's got to be on there. Incorrect. Oh. Um, can you ever forgive me? Correct. Oh, okay. Old Man and the Gun? 
Oh, God, I hate that <laughs> stupid film. I was terrified that only bad movies would be on it. No, no. Uh, so one of our probably going to be on all of your list for top 10 films of the year. Th- think of like what you would think is the top 10 film of the Did year. Did we review it? Yeah, absolutely. I can't even remember what came out Infinity this year. Infinity War? No, it shouldn't be on that. Not Infinity on War isn't. Black Panther. Black Panther is. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. Uh, also A Quiet Place, A Star is Born. Yep. And, well, uh, Mary Poppins Returns, we haven't seen that here no, yet. No, there's no way that's good. I'm not saying it's your fault, but although <laughs> you brought it up, so you've got some uh, there are, But there are also more indie releases like Green Book, 8th Grade, Roma, which I've heard really good things about. I've heard good things about 8th Grade, actually. And uh, First Reformed and If Beale Street Could Talk. So that right. has rounded out the movies that I aim to see before the year is out somehow. Are you telling me that Mamma Mira missed out on the top ten? Mamma Mira? I'm not even sure that was released. (laughs) Mamma Mira. (laughs) Mamma Mira. Yes, yes. No, did not make the list. Uh, I have one more Tom Waits quote. It's not as turnaroundy as the other ones, but it tried. Uh, The big print giveth and the small print taketh uh, taketh away. I I botched that, but it was botched anyway. But Doris, how do you feel about this? I don't have a drinking problem, except when I can't get a drink. That Uh, is a good one. And uh, the piano has been drinking, not me. Yeah. So I feel like there's a bit of deflection with that last one. Maybe. <laughs> and there's a, there's a lot of them about booze. His... Don't you know there ain't no devil? It's just God when he's drunk. Uh. He seems to be blaming alcohol a lot in a lot of places here. Hmm. I think he's I a bit of why. a drinker. Hmm. I hmm. why that would be. His, uh, <laughs> Could it be because he's an alcoholic? Quick tangent. His music is fascinating. That's a word for it. I agree. Yeah, no, it is. It- Really is uh, the whatever I think the album is Swordfish Trombones and like that in itself is that title just is fascinating, <laughs> brilliant. I just want to know what's going on inside his head. Anyway, my um, my a- a- anyway, so you can find Ballad of Buster Scruggs on Netflix. Sweet. Cool. Yeah, I'm probably gonna watch that. Yeah, it's it's, it's a fun watch. Cool. It's it's not any like an important in inverted commas film. As that's why I'm surprised that it made it to the top ten. Right. Um, but yeah. I, I recommend it. Cool. Um, my my turn. Um, there's a video game called Banished. I am familiar with this game. Yes. I love this game. It is fantastic. Um, I really enjoy it. It's a very like solo sit down, spend eight hours playing sort of game. Um, basically, you start off, you can set your difficulty, you can set how harsh the weather is going to be, yada, yada, yada. But you're on a map. Think Age of Empires, but without enemies. Yep. Except for the environment. And with individuals. Yeah. They're not just sprites. They have names. They have families. They yeah. have needs and wants. They So um, you start off with however many families, say like five families. There's a couple of houses. There's a storage barn. Oh, you play easy, do you? I sometimes do. Scandalous. <laughs> this, this is like you can set the difficulty to like extreme where you start off with like a family and nothing. Well, that's how <laughs> I refer much. to my family. It's like I have nothing is my <laughs> common phrase at home. Wow. But anyway, um, so the, the premise is you've got resources to collect. Um, so you collect your wood, but then um, – the effects of the weather. <laughs> I so literally like, own this game. I just found it. Yeah, oh, good. I you, paid it for all of 0. 0.2 hours. Oh, you should play more. Got to get into it. Seb. So like, so um, it's a, it's you, a survival game. You you collect <laughs> wood, but then to be able to use like the wood to um, like counteract 
the the cold weather, you need a wood cutter to make it into firewood. So it's all good and well having wood in your stockpiles, but if you don't have a fire cutter or enough fire cutters and your um, village has expanded enough, um, then your firewood uh, level is it'll deplete and your families will start dying from the cold. My ex- like it's- experience was when I bought this game, it was a few years ago. It was like you had to like sculpt the earth and stuff. Have they changed a lot since then? Because I, I remember it being know. like you kind of just let them all be and your job as effectively a god was to change the environments around them. Is it maybe no, it's, no, it's nothing that's like what that. annoyed me because I thought it was going to be like a Sims city no. sort of situation. And then you did not play is. the game if that's what you did. Yeah. yeah. It, is, well, it is very much like SimCity or City Skylines just set um, like in colonial times. Okay, yeah. interesting. It, it's very fun. Uh, I've spent many an hour um, playing it. Um, I admit I play with a couple of mods. Um some this is a that, common trend that you'll learn with Alex is if you can cheat in a game. No, no, no. Mods some, aren't cheats. Sometimes mm. they enhance. Sometimes they make so it harder. Like a vibrating condom. No, Sometimes like, no. it enhances. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I've tried that. I'm quite a big fan <laughs> of- I just made it up. Yeah. I'm quite a big fan of Banished as well. And I've, I, I went out looking for a few mods. Having you know accrued <laughs> hundreds of hours on the game, I went out looking for mods just to make it a little bit- a little bit more realistic in in terms mm. of the town, and so one of them I use is a um, a three story house that you can yeah. that you can build. Um, also, housing on top of uh, like a like you've got your brewery and then the house on top of the brewery that doesn't come in the in the original game. Okay, it's a mod that you have on top of that, and yeah. other a, a, a butcher, a dairy, and things like that. You all these yeah. industries they all come through in in different oh, mods. The, the, it is so like convoluted. Like there's um, like fishing docks, you have trader docks, you have vendors. So, and you need enough villagers to fill all these things so that the town works smoothly and doesn't just die out. Because if you don't have vendors, people are going to have to travel further, or it'll be harder for them to get their um, clothes or um, their firewood or mm. their food and things like that. So, um, the idea is you grow your town to a, a, a point so that you have expanded enough that you have enough people in all the job roles to, um, live like peacefully basically. Okay. But what's, what, what's the highest population you've ever achieved in a village? Like maybe 120. Okay. Yeah. Not very, not very good because I die out. Yeah. I've, I've, yeah, I've only gotten to like 200 at the very most yeah, in one game. But I've heard people talking about having villages of a thousand people oh, in, in Banished, which seems impossible. You would need so much RAM yeah. and so much processing power. So like every It's a very tight game. In individual sim mm. will it, it's AI. So it's got their jobs. So if one of them is a farmer, it'll be they'll be over there doing their farming thing, whether you're looking at them or not, and it's mm. still simulating what they're doing. Well, I mean, harking back to like those roller coaster tycoon games, like the second one was one I played. Every you you could have like ten thousand people in your park, and they were all doing different things, and they were able to manage that in a yeah. game. But that was obviously a lot less, I would say, low poly compared to what you guys are playing now. But uh, no, from, from what I understand, yeah. that Banished handles it really well. It, well, it, maybe it I just haven't have, <laughs> haven't had I, it complicated enough. I have dabbled. There is a a mod where you can have a, a debugging menu so that you can, like, I was testing it out for a, a full day just to see like what you can do, like 
if you expanded so far, what would happen? So mm. I, I got up to, I think you could, you can add villages. And I think I, I got up to like a thousand. I had like massive amounts of, um, like I had farms going, I had, um, mines, uh, like mm-hmm. everything. I mm. had everything going and, um, it, might have just been the computer that I was playing it on, but it was clunky. Uh, okay. It dropped okay. down to like maybe 10 frames a second. Well, I'm also re- like- reviewing a game this week uh, called Life is Strange. It's a couple of years old once again. It's a story game. Yeah. Um, so you play Max. She's in, I think it's either high school or college. I think it's, I think it is high school. And she works out within the first couple of hours of gameplay that she can, you can do it in your controls, whatever. Uh, rewind time back a few minutes or a few seconds from something that's happened. And it's one of those games where you go through and like every choice you make matters, but you're given certain opportunities where you can make a choice, see the instant consequences and maybe rewind back ah, and redo it. Okay. But the mechanic is fully worked into the story. And it's five chapters long. It might take you maybe 10 to 15 hours, depending on how you play it to get through it. But it has a very, very good story behind it. Okay. And there's throughout the background of the story, um, a girl has gone missing from the school and what has actually happened to her starts playing into it. This girl that went missing is was at one time the best friend of your character's old best friend. So it's about the friends coming together and kind of going off, trying to work out what's happened to this girl at the same time while still going through school. It's very cleanly done, great interface and... I don't, I'm being vague because the story is so important to this that I just want to say I highly recommend it and go play it. It's like 20 bucks now for the entire game. Okay. A sequel has come out called Our Life is Strange, like Into the Storm or After the Storm or some shit. I'm partway through playing that one too. Uh, different character, different mechanic in that game. I don't want to comment on it until I'm finished yeah. all of it. But first game, I love it. We actually own it on Steam and on PlayStation because I specifically okay. – my wife wanted to play it, but she wasn't. She doesn't like coming on the computer as much, so I went out and bought it on PlayStation just so she could enjoy playing it. And I went through the second time just as a passenger, just watching her do it and seeing all the choices she'd make. Oh, to see interesting. Things on yeah, but yeah, um, there's a lot of cut. The game is pretty much cutscenes. Like it's not a game where you'll have to like press okay. this button to avoid this. No, no, it's just it is a story game and choices. Yes. Have you played a game called This War of Mine? Yes. Okay. Is it like that? This, or sort of loosely? Where no, that, that's got a heavy like, strategy element to it. This okay. is just like you can walk around the school and stuff like third-person view. It's not like a strategic sort of thing like that. It is – you guys have played like those Telltale games like The Walking Dead or the Batman ones. Right. That, it's different again but more in tone with those sort of story games rather than that one. Okay. But I, I'm, I want to be vague on it just to say because there's a couple of plot twists here and there and the ending – you got one hell of a choice at the end of that game and I don't want to just go do it. Go do it. I'm on board. I, I think I'm going to check it yeah. out. It's very fun. Okay. Yeah. Well, I wanted to talk about um, – are you guys Top Gear fans at all? Back when uh, Clarks and yeah. Hammond and May yeah, yeah. Were, were on Is that it? show still going with the new hosts or has that been canned yet? You know, I haven't watched it after the first season of, of the new crew. I will research you. Go on. Um, Matt LeBlanc is an awesome presenter. Mm. He really did a top job. But the other guys, Evans and uh, the other guy, no they were they were rubbish on on the new Top Gear. Right. But then Hammond, uh, May, and Clarkson went off to do Grand Tour. Have you on, uh, on Amazon Prime? Have any of you seen seen that no. show? We procured the first season. Okay. 
And also, what, Top Gear looks like it's still going. Okay, very good. What did you think of the Grand Tour versus them when they were with the BBC? It was okay. It's it was weird. So they're still the same. They're still they're, the same. Yes. Yeah. But the banter was more regimented, I found, in, in Grand Tour, where I felt like in Top Gear, there's a lot of times we linger just with them in the studio doing their things and they cut to their bits. Whereas for Grand Tour, I felt like from, from memory for watching it a year ago that they were a little bit more restricted in their time to just have their banter rather than going to a skit here or a skit there sort of thing. Right, okay. That was my – but I, it's too far. It's, I'm a year removed. No, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll agree to that. It was, it was a different show – in as much as it was the same kind of idea, but obviously with a few ex- extra restrictions because of, you know, mm. they can't use any of the BBC properties that they had. I think uh, James May was prevented from, you know, uh, saying cock or something as his, as his expletive because that was considered a BBC trademark. Mm. But they certainly did um, have a bigger budget and a lot more leeway in the things that they could get away with. I wanted to pose the question, do you think shows are better when they're heavily restricted? Yes. Like when in their, in their early days. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back to uh, Red Dwarf, right, which I think oh. the latest season of Red Dwarf is like season 11, oh God. if you, if you consider going. Back to Earth as, as, as a oh, season okay. nine. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's still going. Like it, it's come back um, and, it's still, and it's still going – the first two seasons of, of Red Dwarf were terrific. Yep. Very restricted, very low budget, yeah. very not, – not I'll say low risk, but they had um, very tight contained stories because they really couldn't do much visually. Yeah. So you had to tell your story like that. And then the budget expands, you know, sequels are made and you start to get a bit more gimmicky. Would you would you agree with that? Yeah. Would, would you say that sequels are ever better or bigger budgets ever make anything better? For me, okay, budget, nah. Experience-wise, every time someone's given a bit of extra rope, they just hang themselves with it. Yeah. My point of reference is community. Yes. First two or three seasons, really good. They get rid of Dan Harmon, then he comes back and he's suddenly given carte blanche to go do whatever he wants. Not terrible, but, but it's when never he was good. being restricted by like you have to make the joke that, you know, the certain kind of thing appeal to this, he'd have to be a bit more turned on and clever with what yeah. he was going to do. That was exactly the point yeah. I wanted to make, that you, your creativity is, is so much more switched on when you've got a lot of restrictions. And some of them, they, they don't have to even have to be producers saying, no, you can't do that. It's just, oh, we don't have the money for that. We actually do not have the money to, to do you know, this, this brilliant thing that you've written, find a cheap way of doing yeah. it or make a cheap joke. So then you have to go and have like that epiphany moment, like, oh my God, this is how I can do it and make it work yeah. in that thing. And more times than that, that's much more inspired thought than like, yeah, we'll just have a rocket in this, yeah. in this movie for whatever reason. Like, no, well, we can't do that. What, what else you got? <laughs> oh, you know. So, and, and, and I've recently been rewatching all the, uh, the Top Gears back to season 17, I think has been released on Netflix. Yeah, there's some deep, watching yeah. back, watching all the challenges that they come up with, they get progressively sillier and, mm. and, and more ridiculous. Still fun to watch, but it's actually more interesting when they actually had to do something and they were actually trying to engineer a solution rather than just script some, some sort of, you know, result. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. No, I, I definitely do agree with you on that. Yeah. It's, right. it's one of those weird things that you like, you like, you're a creative genius, go for it. And you're like, Oh no. <laughs> like, okay. 
How much restriction did George Lucas have on him when he did the first few Star Wars films? Yeah. And then he came and had the prequels when it was like, oh my God, you're a visionary, do what you want. And you know what? And I know was, some people like them, but a lot of people don't because that, it was just- And that's yeah. right. He was funding himself. He was doing his own writing. He was doing his yeah. own editing. He Any had, producer could have said, hey, this is not a good idea. But yeah. no one was there to- No one was yeah. there to say no. Yeah. Very good. <sighs> yeah. Well, we have social media and stuff, right? We do. Find us on Facebook at Second Take Podcast. Or Instagram at Second Take Podcast. Tweet us at Second Take TNC. Uh, yep, we have an email that we use. Uh, second, we do. Yeah, second Take Podcast at gmail.com. And we've got mm-hmm. our website, which you can go to get. Oh, okay, so a lot of our episodes aren't on like iTunes and all that because we get a cutoff at 100 episodes. There is about 150 extra episodes that are just on our website. They're all there. Go listen to them. Um, but yeah, Second Take Podcast. Dot com and there's some other goodies on there. I think there's a picture of Alex. So you know, yeah. in a tweed jacket. Uh, no, I think it's just uh, his face. Like it's a probably. pretty extreme. In film terms, it's a close up, not an extreme close up. But I mean, you can just push your face closer to the screen to achieve your goals there. I think gentlemen. I know what to get you for Christmas. A, an extreme close up. Tweed <laughs> jacket. Ah, uh, thank you. Thanks for spoiling it, Seb. Looking for the best deal on car or home insurance? Time to get busy. Do your research. Search online. Shop around. Ask a mate. Maybe the postman? Or for the best quote for you from the leading insurers, call Acorn Insurance on 1890-800-222 or visit acorninsurance.ie. That's it in a nutshell. Acorn Brokerage Limited Trading as Acorn Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 